HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Let's eat in. I'm your host, Kathy Airway. This is Heritage Radio Network. We're here today at Roberta's Pizza, and happy, happy new year. Welcome to 2010. Yay. Yeah. So uh, today's program is brought to you by Fairway Market, like no other market, and it's produced by Jack Insley and engineered by Nat Wiener. Um, So today, I'm really happy to have uh, three awesome people, local food artisans, if you will. Do Do you mind calling yourselves an artisan? Is that... Um, Does that sound a little weird? Because you call it artisanal food, artisanal. but can I call you food artisan? Sure. sure. I was trying to figure this yeah. out. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> All right. So anyway, they are Kitamo from Mama O's Kimchi. Woo! Uh, okay. How does that work? Darn it! I'm oh, sorry. Come on. Woo! Okay. <laughs> Hello. Hey. Hey. What's up? Kitam is actually a really good musician, and he just tried to use the soundboard, um, and it was foiled by it because it's not working. <sighs> sorry about that. Um, <laughs> So you got you just started um, Mamo's Kimchi last year, right? Uh-huh. So you'll have your anniversary in the spring, or yeah, I'll I'll pick a date. I okay, guess. And, <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So we're getting close. To it. Yeah, Congrats on a happy, exciting 2009. Probably really busy and probably kicked your ass a bit. Good times. But uh, yeah, and so Lena McCarthy and Liv Manafredi went through this too recently mm-hmm. with uh, Anarchy in a Jar, their jam company. So this is all a new startup as of a year and a half ago, right? About a year. I mean, since we really went, you know, pro. (laughs) 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 Yeah, so same, probably same. Nice. So what does going pro mean? Did you quit your day jobs? No. No. Negative. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Didn't think so. Um, It's more like a hobby gone a little bit wild. Yeah, hobby gone wild. Uh, yeah, you know, we became, we got business licenses and made nice. it official and, you know, went through some of the channels so that we could actually start selling it. Amazing. Um, yeah, and started, you know, cooking out of a, a commercial kitchen. Rather um, than your own kitchen. Exactly, okay. exactly. And actually charging people for it instead mm-hmm. of just giving it as gifts, right? So Yeah, that's how it all starts, mm-hmm. right? And same for you, Keaton, right? It was just yeah. kind of a small Yeah, it started hobby. Uh, just making it uh, for myself, really, and then giving it to friends. And then now uh, I'm out in the kitchen, 
and it's I think going pro is when you're you're like man, this is taking a lot more time than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, right? totally. Exactly. But hopefully it's still fun. Yeah, no, yeah, it's great. It's, mm-hmm. it's something that's a work in progress, I'm sure. It's great, but so. it's just astounding how much time I'll spend chopping. Mm-hmm. Just chopping. Cabbage. Cut, 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 cut slide. Cut, <laughs> cut, cut, slide. I find that really relaxing, don't you? Yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's great. Except when you cut your fingers off. That, yeah, no, that can happen. Yeah. Chopping. Yeah, and we you, chop. And there's a lot of just, <clears throat> yeah, sometimes I just am amazed by how much time we spend with fruit, mm-hmm. like in the presence of fruit. Fruit and, and, that's like, you know, it, yeah, it's it's kind of nice that we do things seasonally. Because yeah. by the time the season's ended, right. you're pretty tired of whatever that is. And you're moving is. on to yeah. the next fruit. Yeah, exactly, true. exactly. It's hey, it's better than looking at staring at you know pickled herring all time all day and ch- chopping that. I'm really glad true. that we're jam makers, not pickled <laughs> herring makers. Actually, come to think of it, you guys have similar processes: making a jam, chopping up lots of fruit, mm-hmm. making kimchi, chopping up lots of vegetables, yeah, yeah. and pickling it. Sticking in a jar. Mm-hmm. Sticking in a jar. So kudos to you guys. Yeah. And, and you're all local oriented seasonal Mm -hmm. um that's that's just like such i mean i think it's first of all your food is excellent tasting but that's just such a nice um uh, you know thing to be doing nowadays and especially in a place that's a little more challenging for fruit like the northeast so it is and it's it's challenging but i think that's also what makes it kind of fun is we work with small farms and we spend a lot of time in the season just like roaming around and finding great stuff and that's that's that kind of that part of discovery mm-hmm. it makes it really fun yeah um, that's kind of like a challenge like where are we gonna find this awesome random heritage apple oh <laughs> only one place but then we're gonna hunt down this other kind and like it's it, it's fun it's um it makes it uh it keeps it interesting uh, and it's it's nice having a relationship with local farms. Um, totally. And you lend that relationship and that knowledge of local seasonal foods onto your consumer, I think. Totally. Like and I think it that. tastes different. I think it like when you're using local ingredients that are grown with love, it's it tastes you taste it. You taste that love yeah. and you taste that like it just and it's I think especially when you're jarring something, it's like mm-hmm. you're kind of making it the essence of that fruit so like I feel like when I'm making making jam is all about condensing it into this like the perfect essence of that fruit so um this is getting very spiritual now I'm feeling I'm feeling the fruit <laughs> sorry, do we, have I'm to, sorry. Do, do we have to go sexy yes the essence of this sexy fruit <laughs> well speaking of tasting this food um I actually, I really wanted to invite these two guests rather than a local cheesemaker or something like that, because um, I've been finding that a lot of people, when I ask them, what's the sexiest food you can ever cook for somebody that you absolutely adore? um, A lot of the times they say, oh, like chocolate or, you know, rich chocolatey cake, something super sweet and sticky and gooey. Or they say something like, yeah, like a fiery chili or something really, really spicy. Mm. So, uh, and, uh, you know, I think these people represent each of those flavor profiles to a hilt. Um, and not that anarchy in a jar jams are sweet for jams. I think that they have a good balance of tartness and yada, yada. But um, it's definitely, it's a condensed sweet spread. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's there to be a seasoning. And kimchi is obviously... Goes with everything. <laughs> it goes with everything, and it's spicy and briny, and goodness, yeah. So good. 
Actually, I have to say, even though this is like a spicy versus sweet, a friend of mine does. She just told me yesterday she's been making like uh, omelets with kimchi kimchi butter. She uses like, and she uses your kimchi. Oh, yeah. And then she takes my jam, she puts it on toast, and she uses like. What? She does like, it's like egg, kimchi, and jam all together. So it's In like. In an omelet? Al- yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> on a piece of On top of, mag- of a McGriddle. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. That's amazing. But doesn't the, how do you make kimchi butter? Because it didn't have like a lot of water in the. I don't, I don't in the know. In the brine? Vinegar? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how she does it. It's Joanne Kim. Oh, yeah. oh Joanne okay. Kim. Okay. Nice. Random. We'll have to ask her. Well, you know, Joanne, call in. Call. Joanne, call right now. <laughs> call right now. Get on the phone. Mix, yeah. That's, by the way, the Greenpoint Food Market founder, Joanne yes, Kim. Yes, Joanne Kim. Go Green Market. I mean, Greenpoint Food Market. Did mm-hmm. I say Green Market? Whatever. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, Keaton, like, what goes into what kind of spices do you use for kimchi because i'm a little unclear about that um well for for kimchi it's it's mainly um the the spice that you're gonna uh taste is if it's not garlic or ginger um it's a korean red pepper that's ground up and you use a lot of it and uh uh I've also experimented using different types of like uh, different peppers for um, because the uh, Korean red pepper. I don't think it's really that. It's not like um, like one of those little Thai rat shit peppers that are you just want to rip your head off because it's so hot. It's not too spicy. Yeah, it's not okay. so spicy. But I've, I've and also it's dried, so that that uh, decreases the spiciness too because it's little flakes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, yeah, but I've been experimenting mixing like those those little Thai peppers with like larger like uh, Mexican like. I forget what there are like poblano peppers. Okay. But, um, uh, because adding, the color is important. Yeah. 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 Cool. And what about like what if I just use like Italian red pepper flakes? No. Yeah, oh, you nay. mean like if yeah, you like, those, like the pizza thing? The pizza yeah. Thing? Yeah. I don't. I no. Don't, I don't think it'd be too good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because that's it's that's that's like mainly seeds too, and it's like if you, I think the grind has to be fi- finer. I see. But I think you if, don't if want you the did seeds it, in it. Yeah. That's... I think if you did it. It would probably be okay, but the the color wouldn't be there because it'll just be kind of. Ooh, that's right. It'll yeah. just be seedy. Yeah. Seedy. Oh, that sounds exciting. Okay, so um, so okay, so you talked a little bit about how you make jams, um, but what what do you think sets yours apart from the other jams? Um, I think we have a lot of unique flavor combinations, um, and. We definitely try to do that perfect balance between enough sugar to preserve it, but not too much. Unique so, flavor combinations, um, yeah. Yeah, and we tr- we do a lot with like with local stuff. So, you know, we we had for a while these damson plums from upstate, and we mix them with a the plum port preserve. Yeah, so with good. port and then a little ginger, and that's so we just kind of try to play and have fun. So it's I not think. all just sweet. You got every yeah. other flavors mixed in there. Um, yeah, and especially the plum, when you use the skins, it keeps it really tart. Um, so we always make sure to kind of give that a little balance so that you get that. I mean, that's like the perfect flavor when you get the tart and the sweet, you know, getting the sour yeah. and maybe even a hit of bitter. Um, you get all of that flavor happening in your mouth, and I think it just makes you happier. Yeah, actually, <laughs> I, gave, I gave, speaking of like, unsurprising flavors I mean I didn't think it was that surprising but when I gave my dad a jar of the strawberry balsamic preserves he was like 
what balsamic in my in strawberry jam <laughs> is totally disgusted by that idea and i was like no it's just like a little sour and mm-hmm. yeah a little bit bitter so yeah and we kind of try to work off of some classic flavors um the you know especially things like strawberry and balsamic it's like a classic italian thing that you mix your you add a little balsamic especially no some sweet aged balsamic to your strawberries it's like a oh, classic italian like a reduction dessert. yeah um sometimes good. you just like pour it on there like strawberries with a little balsamic on it so that's something that just it just works together so we took that and put it in a jar <laughs> <laughs> and have you guys ever made something that was a little spicy too as yeah, well we have. I think isn't like, that what chutney is basically? Pear combination, chipotle mm-hmm. pear. Mm-hmm. Had a little bit of a kick, spokiness yeah. too. Yeah, mm-hmm. you guys have made some chutneys too, right? We make so. a we make a chutney. We also make a hot pepper jelly using um, peppers from Rooftop Farms, mm-hmm. um, local local Brooklyn farm that we'll see we them joining forces. <clears throat> with Roberta's and um, totally making it happen. So they have amazing peppers, and uh, so we use their peppers and then our own vinegar that Liv has been <laughs> making with her, putting my wine samples. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! To good use. Yeah. Keenum, do you make vinegar yourself? Um, <laughs> Rice vinegar? That sounds a little yeah, tricky. Only if I leave my socks in the sink. <laughs> <laughs> No one wants that. Whoa, don't please don't. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> I think, yeah, store bought sounds good to me right now. Do you ever put sugar in your kimchi? Is that? Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Need, so it takes you, a little sweetness too. Mm-hmm, and need. cabbage has a little bit. It's sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think kimchi has that little little sweetness going on. Yeah. Um, also, I made, uh, I made this thing which is spicy and sweet with uh, uh, my friend Sam Kim, which was the Asian pear uh, kimchi. Which is so good. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, so it's like the snow pear. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it's really it's a, crunchy. Yeah, super crunchy. It's it's a little less like um a kimchi. It's more almost like a spicy fruit salad. That sounds awesome. So I'm gonna good. try that next. Mm. All right, so Keaton, you're also a musician and I know you yeah. brought a song to play. Oh yeah. Um I uh I don't know the theme was deceased artists but uh <laughs> that's all right um yeah that'll be this, the next show's <laughs> theme this is uh uh my i'm in a band we're called the Beatards, and uh we did a remix for r kelly um and this is brand new there's actually a, a rough version but um i mean who's who's sexier than r kelly right awesome woo, woo. Let's, let's hear it yeah. be right back after the break <laughs> Coming in today, sex in the morning, sex all day. So baby girl, pack a bag and head to my place. Sex in the morning, sex all day. And when you get there, don't stop, don't hesitate. Sex in the morning, sex all day. I left the key, so let yourself in, baby. Sex in the morning, sex all day. Now drop your bags, pour yourself a drink. I left your next clue by the sink. It should be a box with your name. Open it up, see what's inside. Whatever it is, put it on. And head to the bedroom.
welcome back. This is Let's Eat In. I'm your host, Kathy Irway. I'm brought to you today by Fairway Market on Heritage Radio Network. And yep. uh, today we have Keatum O, Lana McCarthy, Liv Menafredi. That's and, right. And uh, that was just Keatum's band, the Beatards. And uh, that was amazing, Keatum. Oh, Good stuff. Like, like we were just laughing about earlier, you know, what is sexier than somebody yodeling um, in us? <laughs> right, in and us. I just happened to bring a song with, with the guy that was, yodeling. That was an awesome remix, really. Um, so actually, you can call in now if you have any questions for these guys. The number is 718-497-2128 on Heritage Radio Network. Um, so one of the things I... Um, one of the reasons I asked you to bring guys in a song it was to see what you guys like to listen to when you're either cooking, dating, mm. uh, getting a little, you know, comfortable with somebody. Um, so is that something that uh, you like to cook too when you're chopping? Uh, or um, yeah, I mean, something yeah, you get the fine get chop with you. that song, you know, <laughs> double time, you know. Energetic. Now, I know that, oh, sorry. Yeah, no, I actually like, I listen to classical. Classical when you're cooking. Wow. Now, I know you guys must be kind of sick of cooking because you do that for your businesses. But um, do you guys cook at home a lot? I'm I'm imagining you do. Just mm. just basically uh, a no? Keto? No, no, Never? Really? really? <laughs> Usually, but I, I'll eat a lot of just cereal. Just kimchi. <laughs> <laughs> kimchi and cereal. Cereal yeah. and kimchi. Wow. And then, and then my thing is... Um, the uh, the iced coffees at the Chinese bakery, and then you take the uh, the pork buns, the chasu bao, and then you take a bite out and open up like a pita and stuff it with kimchi. Whoa. So, wow! Whoa. Okay, well that's kind of cooking with already <laughs> made foods from a restaurant right. or reinterpreting it. You know, doing exactly. what you gotta do. Upgrading. Exactly. <laughs> And uh, so, you know, I'm sure you don't have that much time um, with your busy lives. But do, do you ever like to cook for? A date is that something you've See, ever tr- the, attempted? Maybe well, okay. I have I, no. I have once. No? I did. Okay, I did yeah. try to uh, cook for a date once, and it. Uh, you can tell it's this is a, a horrible failure story. Um, but uh, <laughs> I, I thought that it would be a good idea to make gnocchi, and then for the first time, for the first time on a date, and then. You Good idea, bake, but you got to bake because I, th- I think I saw like the Godfather three, and you know that scene with like uh, uh, what's what's her face, Sophia um, Coppola, Coppola, yeah, and Andy um, Garcia. Yes, they're making the gnocchi. I was like, oh, that's gonna be sexy. Okay, cool. But the thing is, you got to bake a potato for like forty five minutes or an hour before you even start making the gnocchi. So, and this is like, spoil it. Well, I wasn't thinking like that (laughs) and so it was just so it was just long and drawn out and it was just it was bad it was not sexy it wasn't Sophia and Andy hot okay too bad well you know there's always another maybe try something in your comfort zone Uh, hey cereal although I that's it cereal (laughs) here baby I'll help you you can't blame somebody for for ambition we got a call so hey you're on Cheap Date. I'm Kathy. What, what are you, what's your name? Hey, Kathy. My name is Elizabeth. How's it going? Good. Happy New Year. Thanks. You too. I'm a big fan of your show. I'm Thanks. just wondering, I mean, kimchi out of all things. What's romantic about it? Why the hell would I want to make that for my date? Yeah, I know. It's stinky. Ooh, it's spicy. When the battle begins. <laughs> oh, well, actually, before you get, because I know you're about to go crazy. I think it, um, <laughs> I think it kind of freshens your palate. 
I think it um, it's crisp, it's it's bright, and it, it makes it cleanses you a little yeah, bit. Plus, it's like you know, it's a bonding thing, you know, because once you know one person can't eat kimchi, if one person eats kimchi, the other person has to eat kimchi. Either that, <laughs> or one person's gonna have like the crazy garlic breath. So it's <laughs> like it's a it's a shared experience. It's like and, an experimental type of dinner date, I guess we would call it then. I think, yeah. Okay, <laughs> you can, yeah, you know, break out the blindfolds. For those blindfold of us who don't the... try weird things, I guess. Not that kimchi is weird, but, you know, some people find it weird hey, when they don't eat other things. <laughs> it's a living thing, too. There's lots of stuff going on with lacto-fermentation. Um, so you're really eating something that is a breathing entity in its own. But I might suggest that before you go in for a kiss, you have a little spoonful of jam. Oh. Just a little jam because, you know... To sweeten things sweeten up, things up. and as Liv was saying earlier, in in her no- great knowledge of taste buds, sweetness Uh-oh. is. <laughs> how did you say it? Sweetness <laughs> is you. Sweetness is the very tip of your tongue. Yeah, it excites the tip of your tongue. That's where you. That's where okay. you taste it. Taste that is sweetness. true. I remember that mm-hmm. from from kindergarten, mm-hmm. and uh, so the anarchy girls fight back. But that's sweet. see, sweet is just the tip. You know, oh. We're talking about the whole thing, which is spicy because spicy just covers the whole organ. You're, you're <laughs> and it's all hot. Yeah. Okay, so spiciness hits you deep on a level where it actually raises your, well, Heart, I don't know, yeah. body temperature. Right? Yeah. It causes some. Okay, I'm now I'm fighting. Um, I don't want to be on anyone's side here, but I'm just theorizing. <laughs> I mean, why do people say spiciness is such a romantically inspiring food? I mean, kimchi set aside, but anything spicy. I mean, there's got to be some something to that. Uh, maybe I, maybe got- it's because it gets you know gets the heart beating yeah. and you start to sweat and um, I don't know. I mean, because it's it's kind of weird because to me the the sexiest food I think are mangoes. Mm. Like they. They just taste like sex to me. I mean, well, what I would like it to taste like. But, <laughs> you know, when you first eat, like, oh my god, this is so good. Mangoes oh. taste like sex. Yes. That's amazing. That's I, I, mean. I can see. Do, do you cut out the the like little cubes when you like flip the skin over, and then, do you do that, or do no, you just I, eat it off I of just the? Scra- yeah, I just scrape it. You know, do the. Uh, my favorite my part oh, of eating yeah. a mango is once after you cut around the crazy the weird pit? core, uh-huh. the pit is because the part of the flesh that's right next to the core is the best tasting. Yeah. It's the sweetest, the tartest. So you just mat, you just like get in there and Gnaw. eat it off like a corn yeah. on the cob. Mm-hmm. Gnawing on that yeah. mango pit. I can see totally. how that would be. And it's all dripping all over your face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super sexy. It's kind of sexy. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I don't know. I think maybe spicy is sexier because okay all right may i ask these ladies a question yes yes have and this is purely professional question Mm -hmm. strictly for medicinal purposes Mm -hmm. have you ever gone down on okay have you ever given someone a yeah yeah Uh was it sweet or spicy? Is this the question? <laughs> I thought you were going to say... Or spicy? Uh, I, I, I would say sweet. 
Um, okay, Sweet. my mom's not listening right now. Um, but, um, <laughs> my mom is. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. What are you talking about? I thought you were going to say something about like if you have spiciness on your tongue. Right. Like, that that's would what I thought hurt. too. Oh. Yeah. Hurting what? is good? <laughs> no, no, that wouldn't no, be good bad, at all. Actually, bad. that sounds horrible. Um, <laughs> so that's another detraction we need to think about. Well, we need to weigh the, you know, the pros and the cons here and come to some sort of solution. I feel like spicy, I get it. It's sexy. It gets you a little sweaty and there's something like, you know, it does, it warms you up. But I think when you're actually talking about the sexiness of the food, jam just trumps it. I mean, if you're going to, you know, you want to take a, watching someone Take a little spoonful of jam. Get that little sweetness in your mouth. You can feed somebody a spoonful. You can feed someone a spoonful. Yeah. I hear you. You can lick jam off of someone's body. But I'm just saying, can you lick kimchi (laughs) off someone's body? I Uh, mean, you could. But but not the right, not all the parts. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, you know. Okay, okay. you know, there's there's pros and cons to both, mm. um, and and I know that you guys have cooked both sweet and spicy at once things, and actually maybe that's the perfect harmony. Get a little both in the mix. Get a little both in the like, mix. Like like Keaton, like you sent that picture of a Doritos <laughs> tied, <laughs> like what is it, spicy and sweet yeah, tied Doritos? Sweet. You're like, yeah. look, evidence. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. So um, I know that you guys love to cook, um, Liv and Lena, do, yeah. more than just cereal. But um, <laughs> what would you make that would be, you know, it can have your jams in it or whatever. Um, cheap date. What would you cook, Liv? We've had some really successful jam pizzas. Ooh. No. We have. Instead of sauce? Instead of sauce. Goat uh-huh. cheese? What do you put on we top? We did a prosciutto, fig jam, and arugula. Oh my god, that sounds like mm-hmm. a little bit of cheese. No cheese? What kind of cheese? I think we used Parmesan. I think we used or Parma- Romano. Yeah. I think or was it yeah, we did. Nice. We did. It was Parmesan. Um, or pulled pork and our cherry jam mm-hmm. was also amazing. With a little machega. What a yeah. good idea. Morello sour cherry jam. That's um, one so of my it's favorites. Like got a little tartness and it's it's good. And it was yeah, with the pulled pork. It was like a pulled barbecue pork, I think. We made Great. And you know, pizza's a good dish to cook. On a date, mm-hmm. Keaton, just if you're taking mm-hmm. notes. Because it's really easy and it's really quick, I think. If, if you get the dough, if you're okay, if you're comfortable with that, right. then that can be pretty quick. Plus, you could, you know, do the simultaneous dough roll. Yeah, yeah, you could have that little that go behind needy. Godfather. Like, the ghost. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about the clay to the pottery? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one person needs at the same time, and then the other person does the fold. Right. Push, pull, oh. push, pull. Ooh, romantic. But I think jam trumps it as the sexiest food. Yeah, because you can have it you the could morning slather. after. It's slather worthy. It's oh, really good on toast. Breakfast, morning after food. Mm-hmm. I think actually breakfast is one of the best. Like if we're talking about eating in and date food, I think we, uh, we should be. That's the point of the show. <laughs> sorry about the show. that. <laughs> to bring it back. Yeah, I sorry. Think, uh, I think. I think cooking the morning after is like it's really romantic 
Because, you know, dates, especially first dates, are kind of uncomfortable, especially when you're in a restaurant and you're, like, all nervous and you really like the person and you're sitting in this restaurant trying to, like, eat food and manage to... Mm. And I don't think eating... When you're eating at a restaurant, there's something about it that's a little formal and it's... But I once you've gotten agree. over that yeah. and you're, you're like, comfortable, you've, you've gone home together, everything's good, then that breakfast the next day... That's when it's like, that's when the magic happens. That's, that's when, when you, you can really put down, know. let your it's hair like, down. Exactly. And be without your makeup and whatever. Totally, totally. Without yeah. your makeup. And, and then, you know, and I think you can do, breakfast is an impressive meal too. Even what though it's simple. What would Morning after breakfast, Lena. Um, I like cooking. I like making eggs. I think eggs, like poaching them or making a really soft, like, perfect scrambled eggs and then putting them on toast and actually it's awesome I love making scrambled eggs with um like a little chives or crumb fresh in it and then we'll marmalade on toast and then the egg on top that sounds great so we have another caller hey I'm Kathy what's what's your name hi guys it's Joanne hey Joanne (laughs) (laughs) I'm like laughing my butt off here and I just had to call in talking about you know morning after breakfast um i'm been the last few weeks obsessively making omelets with kadeem's kimchi in it and then i make these mm -hmm. Uh, no i'm so surprised that's a great idea and then um i make these scones with that are lathered in lena's jam Mm -hmm. so i'm totally all for both sweet and spicy and i will Definitely lather both jam and kimchi on someone's body and lick it off and eat it off. Oh, nice. <laughs> wow, Joanne, you're the Thanks great so equalizer. <laughs> that was the perfect uh, conclusion. But, Thanks so much for calling, dude. Of course. Right. Jam on. Jam on. <laughs> When's the next Greenpoint food market anyway? Um, Do you guys uh, know? Uh, February 13th. Oh, Ooh, right before Valentine's perfect. Day. So you yes. can get your jam and your kimchi there. Yeah. And I will you get could... my jam and kimchi on. Nice. nice. Yeah, I, I didn't know we were having an orgy on your plate for breakfast every day. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. You must really trust these guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks. Enjoy. Okay. Thanks, See you later. Yeah. Wow. All right, so um, I guess that's about all the time we have today, but I can't think of a better um, conclusion for that mm-hmm. than scones or what does she make? Muffins with your jam, scones, scones. Yeah. omelets with kimchi. That That is just wow. a revelation. So good. Wow, I want to try that. Slathered all over your body. And, uh, and you can survive me now. I'm not going to invite girls to dinner anymore and be like, hey, you want to have breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see how far that goes. All right. Well, thanks so much for being here today. um, You know, see you next week. Um, Next up is Snacky Tunes. And uh, this is Let's Eat In on Heritage Radio Network, brought to you by Jack Inslee, Nat Wiener. See ya. Stand tall.